Dear Broadies, before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th, 2022 Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the right to have a safe and legal abortion in the United States. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families, including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety, and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions in this country. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans and people who live in America. Learn more by visiting choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. If you're able to support others, please consider donating to abortion funds. You can find a list of where to donate in each state at donationsforabortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. I have personally started donating to states where trigger laws go into effect immediately. Remember, even if you can only spend $1 or $5, that helps. There are things we can do to fight this, and it is going to take continued focus and community support. So I encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word. Welcome back, my broadies. So as you can probably already tell, I am doing something slightly different today on the eve of Thanksgiving than my normal interview episodes. But don't worry, the episode with Misha Youssef will be dropping next week, basically as planned. And I just really wanted to share a recorded version of the podcast I recommended on my website last year for Thanksgiving, because I suspect that a good portion of you probably missed those. And I think they are very much deserving of a first and even a re-listen. And so I wanted to bring them back for tomorrow and for the rest of this weekend and into next week. And honestly, whenever, because Thanksgiving is definitely not the only time to listen to Indigenous women and Indigenous voices, but it is one of those days to especially do so. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Pod Broads. This is a podcast about women in podcasting, and I'm your host, Alexandra Cole. So this list is a compilation of recommended episodes that are either hosted by or include guests who are Indigenous women, and I'm just going to tell you about each episode and why I think you'll like them, what you'll get out of them, and I just really hope that you take some time to check them out. You know, maybe put them on while you're prepping the meal or taking a post-dinner walk like I might try and do, or maybe during the cleanup after, whenever, whenever you can find the time. I know that you'll really love them. I also am going to include one bonus suggestion recommendation at the end of this. So stick around for that. And if you have any episodes or podcasts related to this topic that you'd like to share with me, I am all ears. Please feel free to send me your recs via DM on Instagram at Podgerland or email at Podgerland at gmail.com. I would absolutely love to check them out. Okay. Let's get into the audio version of five must-listen podcast episodes with Indigenous women. So the very first recommendation definitely has to be thanks-taking or thanksgiving from all my relations. 
I've been a fan of this podcast for a while, and this episode is a must, must listen for any Thanksgiving and day of morning education. Last year, I listened to this episode a week before Thanksgiving and sent it to my family afterward because I knew that they too could learn from it and that even just the information about day of mourning was something I knew I had never officially learned about in school or anything like it, and I knew that was the same for them too. One part of the episode that blew my mind at the time was how different the timeline of the quote-unquote official story of Thanksgiving that many of us are taught in school growing up is from what actually happened between the Native Americans and pilgrims. And frankly, it doesn't actually blow my mind because it's another example of the way that white supremacy and those who uphold it modify and alter our nation's story to put white settlers in a good light. But the specific part that I'm talking about that I genuinely had not learned up to that point was that there had been people from Europe coming to North America for a hundred years prior to the arrival of the pilgrims. And while I'm not the best at remembering dates and historical facts that I can just pull out of my brain like that, I am 100% sure I never learned that in school. And co-hosts Dr. Adrian Keene and Matika Wilbur have a conversation with guests Paula Peters and Linda Coombs, two indigenous women of the Wampanoag tribe, which was the first of Turtle Island to connect with European colonizers. They unpack the ways in which indigenous folks have been recolonized over and over again throughout these past decades and centuries even, and how the act of gratitude now becoming so mainstream is something that has been an integral part of indigenous culture since the beginning of time. And at the end of the episode, Adrian and Matika offer actionable ways to truly begin to invoke change in our yearly practices around this holiday and to take it a step beyond land acknowledgement. All right, so my number two recommendation is episode one, Buffy Pangs, which is from the podcast Métis in Space. Personally, this episode is a perfect follow-up to the All My Relations one. It centers on a specific episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It is all about Thanksgiving dinner and an indigenous vengeance spirit, quote-unquote, Hosts Molly Swain and Chelsea Val give a hilarious yet analytical breakdown of the white supremacy just oozing from this episode, all while drinking wine. And if you have yet to watch Buffy, then this is your cue to download Hulu and watch it immediately and then come back to this episode once you have. Um, yeah, so I remember watching this episode with my boyfriend last year during like strict shelter in place pandemic time. And throughout it, we were both so uncomfortable the whole time because it was one of those like late 90s, early 2000s shows where you look at it now and there's just so much wrong with it, like so much fucked up shit in it. And we were like furiously Googling to find out if the man playing the vengeance spirit was even indigenous or not. And like that was the least of the episode's problem. So I was especially excited and grateful to see that this episode of this podcast actually existed and grateful to the host because they caught or like had a lens in which they could view the writing of that Buffy episode that I had just missed because I don't have the knowledge or context to fully like understand everything that was going on and everything that was wrong with the episode even if I could pick up on some of the parts so if you're into tv film buffy supernatural beings and or drinking wine with your friends 
This is definitely an episode for you and really gives a good look at how the stories we tell in art and fiction are impacted by society, but also can impact us when we're consuming it and don't have a proper critical lens to take in that storyline. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, if you listen to Buffy and you've seen that episode, I would love for you to also email or DM me about it and let me know your thoughts because I just remember me and my boyfriend desperately wanting to talk about this with someone else. So please feel free to hit me up. I'd love to hear what you think. Welcome to recommendation number three. This one is called Cotrone, Building the Next Economy with Winona LaDuke. And it's from the podcast On the Land. And in it, host Denali Hodgson interviews Winona LaDuke, who is an American environmentalist, economist, writer, and an industrial hemp grower. She is, quote unquote, known for her work on tribal land claims and preservation, as well as sustainable development. And for some of you listening, you might recognize her name from Running with Ralph Nader back in 1996 and 2000. This episode just has like a wealth of knowledge. And Winona is also such a badass. Um, Denali talks with Winona about farming both on and off reservations with hemp and cannabis, along with some of the problems Winona has faced through doing that. And if you're interested in hemp products or smoke weed, then you should definitely be taking the time to listen to this episode and hear how it comes into play when involved with indigenous land and peoples. Denali also makes a point to emphasize the importance of folks from different indigenous nations collaborating and connecting. They do so to both intro and outro their discussion with Winona and to bring it into the context of their conversation around a more equitable economy moving forward. The talk includes contextualizing the threat of fossil fuels and its relationship to the U.S. military, food movements, and investing in future generations, among other things. Basically, you can tell that I learned a hell of a lot from this conversation. I think you will too. Or if you already know these things, then you're already interested in it. And I'm sure you'd love to hear their conversation. And I just hope you give it your time. Recommendation number four. And I must admit that this episode has been recommended not too long ago on the Pod Broads already. It was right after Indigenous Peoples Day, but... I love it, and I'm just going to keep talking about it. And if you are new to the podcast today, you haven't heard it yet. And if you already have, but you haven't listened yet, now is your moment. This episode is a rerun of the originally titled Stewards of This Land, a convo with Richmond Indigenous Society. So the rerun title is Stewards of This Land-Rerun, and it's on the podcast Own Your Stories, which is hosted by the wonderful Siona Petros. And on this particular episode, she interviews guests Anna Johnson and Lauren Wark. Anna and Lauren are both members of the Richmond Indigenous Society, an organization that, quote unquote, serves as a resource for Native Americans in and around RVA, Richmond, Virginia, while contributing to the local community. For me, some of the most fascinating and informative parts of this conversation stemmed from the direct contrast between Anna and Lauren's experience and the ways in which they both began to connect to their indigenous heritage. Anna speaks from her experience as a two-spirit Afro-Indigenous woman of trans experience, whereas Lauren shares about her mixed heritage, being white passing, and how parts of her family were racist against her indigenous roots. All of this culminates into a breakdown of the history behind who could claim native status, 
how the U.S. government purposely fucked with this process in an attempt to continue genocide practices, and why it is so essential to corporate indigenous voices into policy that affects the land, specifically in the context of Virginia. And now we have made it to recommendation number five, which is how the Indian Act continues to impact the lives of First Nation people from the podcast Unreserved with Rosanna Deerchild. On this episode, Rosanna speaks with a number of indigenous folks to investigate the Indian Act, which is, quote unquote, a Canadian act of parliament that concerns registered Indians, their bands and the system of Indian reserves. This episode was another big history lesson for me as I knew nothing of this act prior to listening to it. What is most important in this episode is how it differs from simply reading about this on Wikipedia and of that line that I just said to define it. In the episode, we really get to hear from a range of folks who share their thoughts and experiences with this act, as well as the complicated notion of assimilating and how it is such a double-edged sword. One person who Rosanna interviews both in the beginning and the end of the episode is Bob Joseph, author of national bestseller 21 Things You May Not Know About the Indian Act, who breaks down how harmful this act has been to Native people in Canada and how it continues to allow the government to disenfranchise these folks. Another person Rosanna talks to is Emma Hassensal Perley, an artist and educator who has worked on pieces that directly speak to the way that the Indian Act opposes Indigenous sovereignty. This episode is a great follow-up to Own Your Stories as it explains in depth the matrilineal versus patrilineal lines and its effect on Indian status, which Anna mentions in that episode of On Your Stories. So that's the official list, and I'm going to leave you with one more bonus podcast that I listened to this past year and think you should definitely listen to if it's not already on your list. It's called Stolen, The Search for Jermaine. It's hosted by Connie Walker, a Cree Soto journalist, and it investigates the death of a young indigenous mother named Jermaine Charlo, who left a bar in 2018 in Missoula, Montana, and had never been seen again. Parts of the story found itself in the mountains of Flathead Reservation, and it is a show that examines what it means to be an indigenous woman in America. It is a beautifully crafted story, haunting to listen to, and truly impactful. If you love true crime podcasts, you'll love this one. If you want to learn more about violence against Indigenous women in North America, specifically the U.S., this is an absolute must-listen. Okay, that about covers it now. Thank you for joining me through to the end. I really hope you take time to listen to each of these podcast episodes and give these women and other creators your attention and time. I'll leave off with a final gratitude message to you all. I appreciate you so much for taking time out of your day to be with me here and to all of you who have shared episodes of the pod broads to your social media and to other people in your life and in your newsletters, etc. Um, to all of you who have shared your money and given to this work. And for those of you who have left reviews, I truly, truly appreciate it. And I'm so grateful for you. And remember next week, I'll be back with my interview with Misha Youssef. And I hope you get to have some rest this holiday. Love y'all. See you later. Our original music is produced by Carrie Blue. The cover art was designed by Elsa Bermudez. And everything else is produced and edited by me, myself, and I, Miss Alexandra Cole. And you can follow me on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook at Podraland. And you can find out more of what I do at www.podraland.com. 
Sign up for my newsletter for more recommendations of women-hosted podcasts, related news, and special updates about this podcast. And finally, make sure to share this episode. Tag us in it, like that shit, give it a review. Anything you do helps not just this podcast get more exposure, but also helps these women's voices be heard by way more people. And ultimately, that's my goal. So let's fucking do it. (laughs) 